Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a sometimes fortnightly, sometimes monthly podcast for fans of Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another one of my Think on Your Feet episodes. We're carrying on with Diana Stanley's Return to the Dunwich Legacy. And the last episode, if you've not heard it yet, go and listen to it, because it was a really good illustration of a deck going well and a deck going really, really badly, or being piloted really badly, depending on how you want to view it. So hopefully that was a good introduction to the highs and lows of playing a mystic solo, and particularly a mystic like Diana, who relies on a couple of things going her way to really get in in control. It means that we start this scenario with one mental trauma, so we're at one of seven in terms of our sanity, and we're zero of seven for our damage, so we're all right for damage. And we're here now, we've been sent by Professor Armitage to look for the Necronomicon, so we're going to dive in and do that. Scenario three, but it's numbered two, frustratingly, the Miskatonic Museum. Agenda 1A, Restricted Access. Dr. Armitage has given the university's Latin translation of the Necronomicon to his associate, Harold Walstead, the curator of the Miskatonic University Museum. Worried that someone might be after the book, you have gone to the museum to recover it. Five doom, and there's a forced effect. When Hunting Horror enters play, attach the set-aside copy of Shadow Spawned to it, or add one resource to Shadow Spawned if it is already attached. Alright. Act 1A. Finding a way inside. Unfortunately, the entrance to the museum is kept locked at this late hour. A security guard is visible through the building's front windows, oblivious to his surroundings. Perhaps you can find a way to get his attention and convince him to let you in. Two clues. Our bag, skulls, a minus one or minus three if the hunting horror is at your location. Cultist is minus one if you fail search the encounter deck, discard pile and the void for hunting horror and spawn it at your location if able. So if possible when we take tests we want to be one above the threshold. And now we have a tablet in the bag because we failed extra crypto activity. And that's minus two. Return one of your clues to your current location. Also quite nasty. We start at the museum entrance. The Miskatonic Museum is an opulent and stately building supported by expeditions funded by the university. Its sizable collection of exotic artefacts, curios and art has drawn visitors from all over the country. It's three shroud and two clues. As you approach the museum, you draw your coat tighter around your body to keep the wintry air away. The full moon drapes the building in ominous bright moonlight. Investigators at the museum entrance cannot gain resources. And there's an action here, resign. Eh, how important can a book really be anyway? It's connected to museum halls, but it says the entrance to the museum halls is locked. You cannot move into the museum halls. And it gains action, test combat 5 to attempt to break down the door to the museum. If you're successful, immediately advance to Act 1B. That's all I need to read out for setup, except that returning to the Miskatonic Museum on the little setup card that comes for this scenario, it says, For the duration of this scenario, the following additional rule applies. While an investigator is resolving the text on Agenda 1B and Agenda 2B, the forced ability on the next agenda in the agenda deck is considered to be active. Attach this card to the scenario reference card as a reminder. Now, players will probably know that this scenario 
doesn't quite work as intended or as we we think it was intended in that when you're resolving the back of agendas, that means that forced effect that I read out minutes ago about attaching shadow spawned or adding a resource to shadow spawned isn't active. So you can get around essentially the the hunting horror ever growing and the return to version fixes that. Opening hand. Let's get going. We've got Dark Insight. We draw a shriveling. Dr. Henry Armitage. Drawn to the flame. Alyssa Graham. And deny existence. Well, I was about to say before I drew that hand, we need to think, are we going to try and break down the door? Combat 5 check. Or get the clues. And we've drawn a Drawn to the Flame. We've got an Alyssa. That's very helpful as well. And Deny Existence is pretty helpful as an early cancel. We don't have a weapon. We don't have economy here unless we use Armitage for economy. I'm not quite sure about that. So I think we throw back Shriveling because we can't shrivel with our willpower of one. Armitage. And then it's whether we throw back Deny Existence as well in the hope that that draws us maybe into an emergency cash or a weapon. I think we throw the deny existence as well. It's so hard to tell though, isn't it? Yeah, let's do it. We'll chuck it. So we're mulliganing three. And we draw an enchanted blade. Terrible secret, which I set aside. Emergency cash. And a dark prophecy. Oh boy. <laughs> and that's pretty good, right? So we could play... The Enchanted Blade, we could do something cheeky. We could play Elissa and peek at the top card of the encounter deck and decide if we're playing Drawn to the Flame. And then if we play Drawn to the Flame and move, we still know what we... Well, we won't know what we get off the encounter deck. Or we could just Drawn to the Flame, move to Museum Halls, play Enchanted Blade, hoping that we've got through whatever the first nasty card is. If we're going to do it that way playing Enchanted Blade first so we have some kind of a weapon down is the way to go. So that will be action one. Action two, we'll play this Drawn to the Flame card. Here goes, our first encounter card. Getting it a little early. Inexplicable Cold. Revelation, test agility four. For each point you fail by, you must either choose and discard one card from your play area or from your hand or take one damage. Well, why don't we just cancel this straight up, not take the test. We won't get the resource back from Dark Insight. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm thinking there, we could take the test, we're one below, which isn't great. If something goes nastily wrong and we draw, say, a minus three, we're getting rid of four cards or taking a bunch of damage. And this hand, Elissa, I like. Emergency Cash, I like. It's just, it's just not worth it. So we spend two, cancel that and shuffle it back in. And we can trigger Diana's ability, which is draw a card and gain a resource. We cannot gain resources here, but we draw a card and it's shriveling. I'm going to spend those two clues that we got from Drawn to the Flame and we'll advance. You find the window nearest to the guard and tap it loud enough to get his attention. He gives a startled jump, then shifts open the window. What do you want? He asks timidly. You explain the situation to him and tell him he's in grave danger. He warily opens the front door to the museum, shaking his head. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Choose an investigator to take control of the set-aside Adam Lynch asset. Reveal museum halls. 
advance to Act 2A, Night at the Museum. Act 2A, Night at the Museum. The Necronomicon is being kept in a restricted hall somewhere in the museum. Adam barely knows his way around and gives a startled jump at every creak of the old building. I just started here last week, he explains. What sort of trouble did you say was going on? You haven't the heart to give him the full story. There's an objective here if an investigator enters the exhibit hall, restricted hall, advance. The museum halls we just revealed, they're too shrouded and no clues. They're connected to each copy of exhibit hall, and we have a deck of six exhibit halls off to one side. And there's an action, investigators in museum halls spend one per investigator clues as a group, put the top card of the exhibit deck into play, unrevealed. Well, we have no clues because we've just spent all of our clues. Adam Lynch, the museum security guard, while we control Adam Lynch, treat the double action ability on the security office as if it were a single action ability. And there's a forced effect when he leaves play, remove him from the game and add a tablet token to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. It's going to keep us busy keeping him alive. Our last action will move to museum halls. We played Enchanted Blade, played Drawn to the Flame, and we move. Upkeep. We draw Hypochondria, our basic weakness. After we take one or more damage, we take a direct horror. And we go up to one resource. We hit one of five doom. And our first proper encounter card is Passage into the Veil. Revelation, test willpower three. This test has plus two difficulty if the hunting horror is at your location. If you fail, you must either discard the top five cards of your deck or take one direct damage and deal one damage to each of your allies, which we definitely don't want to do. Well, I'm a willpower two. I could commit Dark Prophecy or even play Dark Prophecy to go fishing for, uh, well, nothing is going to pass. So no, let's just do it. Two on three. Elder Sign! Yes! Thank you, Elder Gods. I will choose Dark Insight and put it back into my hand, which drops my willpower to one, but Elder Sign is also a plus two, which is a pass on this test. Oh boy, that's a treat. Okay. This turn feels a little bit more straightforward. Play Emergency Cash, play Elissa, take me down to zero resources, tap Elissa and see what's coming up. It's Dark Bidding. Attached Dark Bidding to Hunting Horror, even if it's out of play, it remains attached to Hunting Horror. And the first time that Hunting Horror attacks, it does a bigger attack. Okay, that's fine. Like, it's, it doesn't surge or anything, so I'm just going to leave that there. And last action, I'm going to move somewhere. Do we go to the admin or the security office? I think we go to admin and find out. Hmm... Or do we? Administration office. There's one version that you need a certain amount of resources and broke. And there's one version where you need a certain amount of cards. I've got three in hand. The shriveling, the dark prophecy and the dark insight. I think we go to security office, but I think the shroud is higher there. We just try our luck. Last action move. A plaque next to this doorway reads security. The door is ajar and inside you catch the scent of blood. Somebody must have left the security office in a hurry. Blood stains the floor under the desk nearby. Thankfully, there are some useful supplies here you may be able to use. It's two shroud and a clue. There's a double action, which Adam turns into a single action, to search the top six cards of your deck for a card and add it to your hand, shuffle the rest back into your deck, limit once per turn. That is my turn done, I believe. Cash, Alyssa, move. Upkeep. I draw the second copy of Shriveling, go to one resource. We hit 
two doom, and my encounter card is Dark Bidding. Revelation, attach Dark Bidding to Hunting Horror even if it's out of play. Dark Bidding remains attached to Hunting Horror if it enters the void. So I'm just going to set that to one side. I think the rule here is essentially we consider it attached even though Hunting Horror is in the encounter deck somewhere. I think the easy way to play that, I'm not 100% sure on how to play it, but I think the easy way to play it is just we put it to one side next to Shadow Spawned and we know that when the Hunting Horror comes out, it's going to be a beefy boy. Okay, background to me. Easy encounter to turn when you know what's happening. Alyssa has a peak. And the next card is slithering behind you. And that says, if Hunting Horror is in play, add one Doom to it. If it's not in play, search the encounter deck, discard pile, and the void for Hunting Horror and spawn it at your location engaged with you. Well, that is going to be a great target for Dark Insight. I'll leave that on top. I'm kind of tempted to use this search ability here for an action. It's like playing a No Stone Unturned because it's only a single action. If I find more economy, great. Or a flashlight would be really good. If I also find, say, a ward of protection, that would be really handy. Other cancels. And I just have to make sure I end this turn on two resources. I'm on one at the moment. So yeah, so I'm going to do that first action. I see a dodge, a steadfast, another dodge, a drawn to the flame, the automatic level two, and a deny existence. Hmm, pretty cheap there. Two zero cost, two one cost, cost a skill, and then a four-cost weapon. We have a weapon out, and we won't be able to play the automatic anytime soon. The Drawn to the Flame is maybe useful just for future clues. The Steadfast is also useful. It's hard to decide. <laughs> I think I think maybe we take the Deny Existence, and that sets us up nicely if we draw another one of those Inexplicable Cold or something else hmm. or the steadfast just to make us a bit more robust with willpower tests and with combat tests this is a real really good challenge the dodges i think we don't want yet yeah i'm gonna take the deny existence my thinking is it's flexible it's a cancel which we like and it's a good card okay that was first action Second action, I think we just try and get a clue. With Alyssa, we're a four on two, which makes us in a really good place. There's a minus three, a minus four, and the tentacle that would fail us, and everything else I think we're all right with. So let's give it a go. Minus one, clue. And last action, I think we move back to museum halls. We're in position then to get our first exhibit hall out or to go to the admin office. Upkeep brings us prepared for the worst and a second resource. We hit three doom and draw slithering behind you. And we play dark insight for two resources and get one back, draw into a perception. Great. We shuffle slithering behind you back into the deck. What's coming up next? We'll use Alyssa and take a peek. It's a cursed luck. Well, that's fine as well. We'll just have to find a good test to pass. How do we want to spend our turn? We should spend a clue and get an exhibit hall. And ideally, we would move in last action to exhibit halls, or we would gamble losing an action to the Athabascan exhibit. Although, deny existence, play when an encounter card would cause you to lose actions. 
that might help us with that. Although it would lose actions and immediately end your turn, it would stop the loss of actions, but not the end of the turn. So yeah, maybe not ideal. Well, so first action, we'll spend the clue and get our first exhibit all out. The question here is, do we go up to the admin office, try and get another clue there, or do we go straight to this exhibit hall with a view to hopefully there being a clue we can get easily? And, and the reason to do the exhibit halls is they all have VP. I think we just gamble and go in second action to this exhibit hall. It is the archives. Five shroud, no clues. Double action, gain two clues from the token bank. Then if hunting horror is in play, place one resource on shadow spawned. Otherwise, go and fetch the hunting horror. Ugh. I think we just leave that and head back and we've got to go get a clue in the administration office. So last action, we move back to museum halls. Upkeep, I draw steadfast. My hand now is two shrivelings, a prepared for the worst, a dark prophecy and a deny existence and a steadfast and a perception. And I go up to two resources. We hit four doom of five, and my counter card is cursed luck. Okay, I think we clear the hypochondria now. We've had it sitting here. We know that we're about to have the hunting horror come out, so we've got to be sort of ready for that. And I think we head to the admin office as our other option. Well, before we decide, let's see with Alyssa what's coming next. It's Twist of Fate. Well, that's a good deny existence target, so we'll leave that. So yeah, two actions to clear hypochondria. Last action, move to the admin office. It's one shroud, one clue. You cannot investigate admin office while you have four or fewer resources, and we're on two. So for that one clue, it's going to take us a little while to get. Upkeep. A defiance, taking us to eight cards in hand. We go up to three resources and hit five doom. A creature of the void. From the shadows of the museum halls, a terrible creature slithers forth, long and serpentine and propelled by black leathery wings. If hunting horror is in play, add one doom to it. If it's not in play, search the encounter deck, discard pile and the void for hunting horror and spawn it in museum halls if able. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. Oh, well, of course, we're not going to see Twist of Fate now because the deck is shuffling. But that means there's Dark Bidding attached to the Hunting Horror and Shadow Spawned is attached to Hunting Horror. And the reason that is because of this forced effect, as already mentioned. Agenda 2A. Shadows deepen. The shadows in the museum grow and become darker. As the shadows lengthen and shift, they begin to suggest the sinewy body of an uncanny creature darting at the periphery of your awareness. It's the same forced effect, and it's seven doom this time. Shadow spawned we didn't look at. It's a power. It remains attached to hunting horror if it enters the void, and hunting horror gets plus one fight, plus one health, and plus one evade for each resource on shadow spawned. If there are at least three resources, the hunting horror becomes massive. And the hunting horror is a 2-3-2, two, with Hunter and Retaliate, its monster and elite, and it has a forced ability at the start of the enemy phase, reveal a random chaos token from the chaos bag. If the revealed token has a skull, cultist, tablet, elder thing, or, or tentacle symbol, ready Hunting Horror, and when it leaves play, place it in the void. Normally it hits for one damage and one horror, but with Dark Bidding attached, it's going to hit for two and two the first time, and heal for two damage. What's our encounter card? 
It's haunting recollections. For each card in your hand, if there is a copy of that card in your discard pile, take one horror to a maximum of three horror. Well, our discard pile is Drawn to the Flame, Cash, and Hypochondria, so nothing. If you take no horror from this effect, discard the top three cards of your deck. So we have to do that. Do we have a cancel? No. Deny existence is cards from hand. So three cards go. Flashlight. Ward of protection. Deny existence. Wow, what a snipe from the encounter deck. And what will we see this turn? It's going to be another cursed luck, annoyingly. Okay, should we just go and kill the hunting horror this turn? We could move Chop Chop with the enchanted blade. That would get it out of the way. And we'd be up to four resources, and next turn we could move, take a resource, get a clue. Or, this turn, we could take two resources, investigate, and the hunting horror would come to us and hit us for two and two. And next turn we'd have a double cursed luck on us, and we could try and hit the hunting horror back. We would be a one, two, three... Four, five, six. We could be a seven on two, potentially. Would we have saved any actions? We'd have saved two from the moving, but we'd have spent two getting resources rather than one. If I had a dodge in hand, this would be a no-brainer. <laughs> I would just cancel the, the hit without even thinking. Yeah, I, th I think we go fight it. I'm just, I'm just having a pause and a wonder. I'm thinking we get rid of one curse luck now, hopefully and just get Hunting Horror out of the way. Health and Sanity are a resource, though. We're going to end up discarding a card this turn as well, so we may as well go down. Yeah. First action, move. Second action, attack. I'll use the Enchanted Blade, empowered. So that makes me a 5 on 2, but minus 1 for Cast Luck, 4 on 2. And I'll commit Steadfast. I've got 7 health and 6 Sanity left, so that's a plus 3. So that makes me a 7 on 2. Tablet, minus 2. And return one of my clues to my location. I don't have any clues. So the Cursed Luck is gone. And that's 2 damage on the Hunting Horror. And then I have 1 action left. If I stab with the Enchanted Blade now, I'm 4 on 2. And I think I do that, and I pay one to play Dark Prophecy. And I play a Defiance and say Skull. And let's see what happens. Elder Sign. <laughs> Damn it! Minus four. Zero. Zero. Plus one. Okay. Well, I'm ignoring four of these, so Dark Prophecy goes underneath me. And I get a resource and draw a card, it's the Twilight Blade. And then because I've I've not drawn a Skull, Cultist, Tablet, Elder Thing, or Tentacle Symbol, if no token is revealed, choose any one of those chosen tokens to resolve and ignore the rest. So I think I draw Dark Insight back to my hand again. The Defiance whiffs, but the Hunting Horror is defeated and goes into the Void. And that was kind of cool. I mean, if... if Elder Sign had been anything but the first token I drew then. That would have looked really good, but it wasn't. But it's fine, it's fine. I've ended up with more cards in hand than I meant. So I've drawn, drawn Twilight Braid and got Dark Insight back there. I'm still on Willpower 2, and that's my turn. Upkeep. Scene of the Crime. Good for clues later. 
Hand is now Twilight Blade, two shrivelings, are prepared for the worst, the scene of the crime and the deny existence, and then the perception and dark insight. We hit four resources. Mythos, we're at one of seven doom. My encounter card is Cursed Luck, of course. This turn we thought was a bit more simple. I'll check with Alyssa first what we're getting next. It's going to be a twist of fate, that's fine. So I tap, that was tapping Alyssa. First action, take a resource. Second action, move. Third action, investigate the office here. I've got five resources so I can investigate. I'm a three on one because the Alyssa bonus is gone with cursed luck. I think I throw perception in here just to try and clear the cursed luck. Five on one. Tablet, don't have any clues to return. Do pass, cursed luck goes and perception draws me 45 automatic level two. Well, at this rate, I'm discarding cards. Upkeep. An emergency cash. Yay. We hit six resources. What do we discard? Probably the prepared for the worst, given we have a Twilight Blade, a Shriveling, and a 45 automatic in hand. Although, that is an intellect and a combat icon, and I've got two Shrivelings, which I definitely won't play, and the Shriveling is only a combat icon. So I think I discard a Shriveling. Yeah, that makes sense. So my hand now is the automatic shriveling and the twilight blade, and then prepared for the worst, dark insight, scene of the crime, deny existence, and cash. I'm on six resources, and in play I've got an enchanted blade with two charges and Alyssa Graham. We hit two doom, and my encounter card is twist of fate. Let's see what we get. A minus one to take one damage. Do I deny existence that one damage, or do I just take it? I think I just take it. It would be nice to power my willpower up, but that will just draw me a card and good for resources at the moment. I think what I do now is move back to the museum halls, spend my clue to get another location. Oh, and check what's coming next with Alyssa. Slithering behind you. That's the one that brings the hunting horror out. Well, I'm probably going to cancel that again. So what do I spend my last action on? I play this cash and go up to nine resources. Upkeep, a flashlight, hurrah, and ten resources. We hit three doom and draw slithering behind you. And I pay two to play Dark Insight. Cost me one and draws me a second copy of Alyssa. I feel like we've been slightly almost motoring there with just making gentle progress. It's background to us. Alyssa says that we've got visions of future past coming next. Not too much I can do about that. Now, we should be playing some cards for sure. We're on nine resources. I'd like to play the flashlight. That would fill my hands, Enchanted Blade and Flashlight. Another option would be to play the Twilight Blade, but that means clues becomes pretty tricky, or the automatic. So yeah, among Flashlight, Fortified Automatic, and Twilight Blade, given that I've got the Enchanted Blade, I think I go with the Flashlight. So let's do that first action. Then do we gamble and move into this Exhibit Hall second action, hoping to investigate? Or do we play a Shriveling, say, just so we've got even more damage ready, and move in last action? If it's a clue there, we could play Scene of the Crime first action next turn and grab the clue. Or we could use the Flashlight and investigate and head out. I'm aware that time is ticking away, so I don't, I don't want to be really slow, but 
I'm tempted to get the shriveling down now. That's both our arcane slots filled. And then at least as our willpower creeps up, we've got options for dealing with the hunting horror. And last action, I'll move in. It's the nature exhibit. Four shroud, one clue. After you enter this location, discard two cards from your hand at random. They are the 45 automatic and Elisa Graham. Got shriveling and the enchanted blade down. I think I just take that. I could deny existence to stop that, but is it worth it? Yeah, it is worth it. Let's get our willpower up to four. No, 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 it's not worth it because we're going to hit Terrible Secret at some point and keeping Deny Existence for that is way better. Yeah, we'll just chuck it. That's my turn. Okay, the nature exhibit. Nothing about this exhibit is natural. Hopefully we can get that clue next turn. Upkeep. A steadfast. We hit five resources. We're at four of seven doom and our encounter card is Visions of Futures Past. We should probably endeavour to keep things a little bit not out of control. So we're currently a three willpower against five. If I commit steadfast, I'm a six on five. Let's give it a go. Minus three. I fail by two. I discard two cards from my deck. 45 automatic and take the initiative. Alyssa tells us that the next card coming up is infinite doorway which says revelation attached to your location as an additional cost to move into or out of attached location, discard the top card of your deck. If the discarded card is a weakness, draw it. Otherwise, for each copy of the discarded card in your hand or play area, you must either take a horror or discard that card. What we don't want is that on museum halls. So if I get a clue, move back to museum halls, get out another exhibit, we end up with that on museum halls, which is a really bad idea. What can I spend this turn doing instead? I could get the clue, move back to museum halls, move to the security office. Not great. Get a clue, draw a card, draw a card. Also not great. Can I cancel it? Not at the moment. Well, let's try and get the clue first. We're a four on four and I'll use flashlight to be a four on two. Minus one. Clue. Second action, I'll draw a card. It's a ward of protection. <laughs> Third action, move to the museum halls. Okay, fine. We, we know what we're doing. That's good. Relief. Upkeep. Dr. Henry Armitage. And we're at six resources. We hit five doom. And our encounter card is this infinite doorway. And I pay one to cancel it. Gaining me one and a defiance. And I'll put the horror on Alyssa because she can soak them up. Background to us. Alyssa tells us that Stalked in the Dark is coming, which is just going to surge. So fine. We'll just prepare ourselves for that. First action, we'll spend our clue. Second action, we'll move to that exhibit hall. It's the Athabaskan exhibit. It's one shroud and no clues. A strange chill fills this hall, as if the climate of the Alaskan wilderness has travelled along with the artefacts on display. After you enter this location, lose all of your remaining actions and immediately end your turn. Damn. There's something else that's big damn here. I have no clues. The only way we're going to get clues is go to the exhibit hall and do that double action. Ugh, how annoying. And we've drawn two no VP locations as well. Upkeep, 
I draw a dodge. Well, that helps us with the big guy. Go to five resources, six resources even. We hit six doom. My encounter card is stalked in the dark. If hunting horror is in play, it readies, engages you, and attacks each investigator at your location. Otherwise, it surges into a baleful welcome. This is Peril. This is one of my favourite cards in the Return to set. It's just, there's so much choice here. Choose two of the following actions. Investigate, fight, evade, move, or play. For the remainder of the round, each investigator cannot perform each chosen action. And then if you draw more than one copy in the same Mythos phase, you have to pick three actions instead. So move we need to do. We actually don't need to investigate this round or evade this round. So we'll, we'll say investigate and evade. Alyssa takes a look to tell us what's coming next. It's, it's Haunting Recollections, which is the one where for each card in your hand, if you've got copies of that in your discard pile, take horror. And our hand is Scene of the Crime, Prepared for the Worst, Deny Existence, Defiance. Well, we definitely have a Defiance in there. Dodge, Twilight Blade, and Henry Armitage. I think it's just the Defiance. Yeah, that's the only card. Oh, and a Deny Existence. So we'll be taking two horror. We can put one on Alyssa. Seems fine. So first action, I move back to the museum halls. Second action, I move to the exhibit hall. It's going to power up the hunting horror even more. There's nothing I can do about it. And third action is either draw a card or take a resource. I think I just take a resource. Uh-oh. <laughs> Situation developing. Upkeep. I draw a drawn to the flame. Well... <laughs> Not really useful when there are zero clues on all revealed locations. A mythos, we hit seven doom. Out comes the hunting horror, I believe. Let's read the card. Hunted down. The creature does not relent, pursuing you throughout the museum. If hunting horror is in play, add one doom to it. If it's not in play, search for it and spawn it at museum halls. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck, which means shadow spawned gains a resource. And again, our peaking doesn't work this turn because we're getting a shuffle. And we advance to Agenda 3A in every shadow. The creature in the museum grows larger and more terrifying with every passing moment. Its body slithers from shadow to shadow, every corner of every room a potential hiding place for the hideous beast. It's another seven doomer, and it's the same forced effect. Our encounter card is Passage into the Veil. The Hunting Horror isn't at our location, so this doesn't get super powered up. I'm at willpower four now. I've got three cards underneath me. So I am one up for this test. Losing five cards from my deck is a, a bit annoying. If I could even do one icon, that would be decent. Do I chuck Henry Armitage and be three up? Hmm. Or do I just save it? And if I lose five cards from my deck, so be it. Let's do it. One up. Zero. Gamble paid off. Okay, Alyssa takes a look. The next card is Night Beyond Void, which is Revelation Place One Resource on Shadow Spawned, even if it's out of play, and it's a Victory Zero card. He's going to get big. Well, we're going to dodge its hit this turn, I think. I think what we do is do this double action, which gets us two clues, and move back to Museum Halls. We've placed a resource now on Shadow Spawned. Um, so the Hunting Horror is now four fight, five health, and four evade. In the enemy phase, the hunting horror attacks, and we play dodge and cancel it. 
and it gets us a premonition. Now, forced, when the hunting horror attacks an investigator, that investigator must take one additional damage and one additional horror, heal two damage from the hunting horror, discard dark bidding, max once per attack. Does dark bidding get discarded if the attack has been cancelled? When it attacks is just before the point of the attack, right? So that means it modifies the attack, making it a two damage, two horror. I think it does get discarded. The attack's still happening. It's just being cancelled. That's my read on it anyway. And we don't need to reveal a token because we do need to reveal a token, but it's a minus three. It's fine. Upkeep. I draw a take the initiative. And we're way back up on f nine resources. What do we discard here? We have in hand Premonition, Twilight Blade, Defiance, Deny Existence, Prepared for the Worst, Scene of the Crime, Drawn to the Flame, Henry Armitage, and Take the Initiative. Well, I like those last two because of the icons. I like the Twilight Blades icons as well. Premonition is pretty flexible. You know, maybe it's something like Prepared for the Worst. We're fairly set up with weaponry. We've got Shriveling and we're at Willpower 5. We're going to be evens when we shrivel now, though, but you know, so be it. Yeah, let's do it. And we hit one Doom of seven. Our encounter card is Night Beyond Void. And we go up to three resources on Shadow Spawned. Now it's a five, six, five. And it's massive. Okay, let's try and kill it. Alyssa peaks. It's going to be another dark bidding. That's not the end of the world. So how do we do this? We maybe do a take the initiative. Shrivel. Five, six, seven, eight on five. Dr. Armitage shrivel and a premonition. Or maybe we premonition first. No, we, we do take the initiative first. Take the initiative. We're willpower five. That makes us an eight. Eight on five. Zero. Great. Two damage from shriveling. Four to go. I play premonition. Next, it's going to be a tablet, which means we're going to drop a clue. And that's a minus two. So at the moment, I'm a five on five with shriveling. So if I commit, ooh, yes. So I commit defiance, which means we ignore the effects and the modifier of that tablet. And we pass the test, doing another two damage. The token is still revealed, though, so I take another horror, which I'll put on Alyssa. And I've just ignored an effect. So I place that, my fifth card under Diana. And that draws us another premonition and goes up to 10 resources. Wow, our deck is looking tiny. And then last action, I think we shrivel again. We're now a six on five. Commit Henry to be eight on five. Cultist, we take another horror from shriveling. I'll put that on me. But the hunting horror is sent to the void. Phewee. Okay, good, good. Under control, guys. That was just a nice six damage turn, you know? Upkeep. Second copy of Enchanted Blade, and we hit 11 resources. We go to two Doom, and our encounter card is Dark Bidding, which attaches in the void. Alyssa has a peak. It's an infinite doorway coming up. That's that annoying one. And we have a chance now that whichever location we move into is the Restricted Hall. So I think we spend a clue bring out a location, do we move to it and maybe investigate in it? Or do we spend another and get another out and then move? I think we move to it. It's the Egyptian exhibit, three shroud, two clues. 
And it says forced after you fail a skill test while investigating this location, lose one action. Last action, I'll use a flashlight charge. I'm a four on one. Cultist, pass, get a clue. That's a minus one. That's the end of my turn. <sighs> Heart rate rising. Upkeep. I draw a delay the inevitable and go up to 12 resources. Mythos, we're at three doom of seven. And my encounter card is infinite doorway, which attaches here to the Egyptian exhibit. Alyssa peeks and says that the next card coming is slithering behind you. It's that nasty one where it comes out for you again. Hmm, let's see what cancel we could do. Because is this a time when we actually get rid of the enchanted blade? Underneath us we have Dark Insight, Ward of Protection, Defiance, Dark Prophecy and Dodge. And one possibility is we play... Ah, our flashlight is about to be empty. We could investigate, play Twilight Blade, kicking the flashlight and move back to museum halls. Let's give that a go. Use the last flashlight charge. Four on one. Skull, minus one. Second action, move back. And as an additional cost to move into or out of the location, we have to discard the top card of our deck. It's a scene of the crime. And for each copy of that in our hand or play area, I have to take a horror or discard that card. I have a scene of the crime in hand. And now that we've run out of flashlight charges, I kind of like to keep it. We've also got a Drawn to the Flame in hand, though. Horror, we're on two of seven. And damage were on one of seven. Take one more horror. Now on three of seven horror. And last action, yes. I will discard the flashlight and spend three with the Twilight Blade. Because I think being able to cancel that coming off the top is nice. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep, I draw terrible secret. I need to take five horror and I'll play Deny Existence and cancel all five. Yes, deny existence. You. <laughs> and we get a resource. We're up to 10. Mythos, we hit four doom. And our encounter card is slithering behind you. And we tap Twilight Blade. I think we play Dark Insight and just shuffle it back in. Costing us two. If only that had happened a turn before, then when we cancelled the horror from Terrible Secret, we could have put that back on us and gone back up to six willpower. But it's fine. We're on five. It's still good. Okay, we're at four of seven doom. Only a couple of turns. We've got three clues, and we need to spend a couple of actions to get the last two exhibit halls out. We're not in a great place to get VP, and I'm thinking if we just find the restricted hall... Oh, we have to get, get away from the hunting horror that you can't discover clues there until it's gone. So I think we need to find the Restricted Hall and start fighting our way through the Hunting Horror. And the Hunting Horror is going to be a six fight. Or do we not find the Restricted Hall? We just try and get the other location, get a couple of clues, get the hell out of here. We'd be getting three VP at that point. The Hunting Horror is massive, so we can run away from it. We get hit for two and two, but then we just sprint for the entrance and leave. It's a possibility, isn't it? Let's have a look at what's in the hand. Enchanted Blade, Delay the Inevitable, Drawn to the Flame, Scene of the Crime, and Premonition. As background to us, Alyssa tells us our next card is Visions of Futures Past. Not so worried about that now. We've only got three cards left in our deck. So the, the, the possible players, 
put out one location, move into it, and if it's the hunting horror, we take a shrivel at it, and then we're going to start finding it really hard after that point because our shriveling will be empty. We've got two enchanted blade charges, but we only fight at a five on six with the enchanted blade. Or second option would be to spend two actions, get both locations out, and last action, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, just dive into one. That way, if we luck out and we get the non-restricted hall one, we can potentially, drawn to the flame or scene of the crime there, get a VP and think about leaving. If we get the restricted hall, I mean, either way, we're taking a hit. So we could delay inevitable of that hit, though. Yeah, let's do it. We'll spend two clues. We'll get both of the remaining exhibit halls out. And last action, we'll move to one. Uh, High or low, go high or go home, let's go in. It's the restricted hall. Damn. But that means we advance. We've made it out of Act 2A. When you enter the restricted hall, you find the curator of the museum lying in a pool of his blood, his intestines strewn about in a grotesque display. Your stomach turns over and you resist the urge to vomit. Whatever did this, it's still nearby. The hunting horror joins us, and that means it gets another resource, so it's up to four resources on Shadow Spawned, seven health, six fight, and we advance to Act 3A, searching for the tome. Somewhere in this area is Olaus Wormius's Latin translation of the Necronomicon. You must find it and escape while you can. If there are no clues remaining in Exhibit Hall, Restricted Hall, advance. So that's an easy-peasy... Ah, while Hunting Horror is at this location, this location cannot be investigated. But, scene of the crime will find us those clues. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Fine, oh, fine. Um, we're leaving one, one XP out there. In the enemy phase, we get hit for two and two. But, well, before the enemy phase, we'll pay two for Delay the Inevitable. And then in the enemy phase, we get hit for two and two. And we cancel that damage which puts it underneath us, taking us up to six willpower, getting us a resource and getting us Francis Morgan. Dark bidding is gone. Upkeep, we draw a dodge. Wow. And go up to eight resources. We hit five doom and we draw visions and future past. Well, let's just give it a go. Six on five. Cultist, minus one, pass. Hmm. Okay, let's think about this. First option move to museum halls, move to the other exhibit hall, try and get the clue there. Hunting horror hunts the museum halls this turn, and we've taken a damage in a horror. And then next turn, we move back to museum halls, move back to exhibit hall, get the clues. We're on five of seven doom, so this turn would take us to six, next turn would take us to seven, and we'd have got the extra XP. We can take the hits because we're on one of seven damage and three of seven horror. The alternative is we are here with an enemy now with two clues on a victory point location. We just place in the crime and get the VP. We'll be getting three VP from this scenario. Got one saved from the disaster that was extracurricular activity. Let's peek with Alyssa and see what's coming next. It's stalked in the dark. If the hunting horror is in play, it readies, engages you and attacks each investigator at your location. So that would mean if we'd done our runaway play, it would then come to Exhibit Hall. We've got a dodge. We can dodge that. What's the likelihood of us being able to get the clue in the Exhibit Hall? It's probably three shroud. 
I think we gamble. I mean, what's the point in playing the game if we don't do a crazy gamble? Let's play Premonition. So this is also in the player window at the end of Mythos. Minus four. That's going to make investigating pretty damn hard, I think. Because I would be a four. If the shroud is, say, three, I'd need to chuck Francis Morgan and Scene of the Crime. So before five, six, minus four, I wouldn't pass. So that decides it for us. We first action, play Scene of the Crime, get these two clues. The location can't be investigated, but clues can still be discovered. And that means we advance. At last, you find the locked case containing the Necronomicon. The tome, over 800 pages in length, is filled with all manner of macabre imagery, formulae, spells, prophecies, and descriptions of creatures from beyond the threshold of space. Without a doubt, it is a dangerous book, but its secrets could be very useful. The investigators must decide. It's too dangerous to keep around. We have to destroy it, or it's too valuable to destroy. We have to keep it safe. Uh, we destroy it, right? There's just no... There's no debate really there on that. I'm sorry, there's not. And that that was <laughs> that was pretty good, I think. I don't think I've ever seen the hunting horror get that strong. And it's obviously because of the return to fix that means that they just it really builds up. And I think that's a really good addition because it does start to get scary. You know, it reached the point there where fighting my way out was just not an option. And at that point I was glad to have been really cautious and sort of not tanked hits early and things like that because yeah you're just soaking hits late on so yeah that's pretty good and yeah vp we've got the nature exhibit the egyptian exhibit and the restricted halls that's three and if we'd gone for the other location it was a two shroud location with one clue so we probably could have got that four five six to minus four we would have just passed well so be it Next time I'll gamble, <laughs> he says, convincing no one. Oh, and we got this victory zero night before void as well, you know, pro skills. Okay, cool. I'm pleased with that. And let's go fall off a train. Bye. back after a little break a glass of water calming down and let's go essex county express here we go i've upgraded my deck you can see the list in the description to this episode i've taken two copies of i've had worse level two it's a cancel it healed uh, cancels damage or horror and it generates resources i wasn't too cash strapped in the last game but there was that moment when i clicked twice and click once for resources simply to be able to go and investigate that at one location. So, you know, it's still worth bearing in mind that if I don't see emergency cash, I've got no other resource generation in the deck. So now I've got another couple of options, which is good. And I think it's particularly good for this scenario where there's also quite a lot of damage and horror given out. So, yeah, let's read our agenda and our act. Agenda 0A, Where the Smoke. As the train to Dunwich comes to a jarring stop, you look out the window behind you and see an immense tear in the sky, like a rip in a piece of cloth. From this tear, a winged beast emerges. It lets out a painful screech and descends upon the train. To doom. Act 1A. Run. 
The train has stopped on a bridge high above the Miskatonic River. You might be able to survive the fall, but you don't like your chances. Your best bet is to make your way to the engine car as fast as you can and get the train moving again. Objective, if an investigator enters the engine car, immediately advance. Skulls are minus X, X is the current agenda number. Cultist is minus one, if you fail and it is your turn, lose all remaining actions and end your turn immediately. So taking tests at evens on your turn, bad idea. And Tablet is minus two, add one doom token to the nearest cultist enemy. We've also added a minus three to the bag. We've got six train cars and an engine car. The six train cars were chosen at random from a choice of ten. And the engine car was chosen at random from a choice of four. And our train car is the dining car. It says, forced after you reveal dining car, search the encounter deck and discard pile for grappling horror and draw it. And I'm pretty sure that the setup instruction says you only ignore the forced effect that triggers upon entering that location. And this isn't upon entering, it's upon revealing. So we're starting with a grappling horror engaged with us, a 332 enemy hunter and while you're engaged with grappling horror you cannot move well i'm one up to evade the grappling horror i could evade and, and move on but we can also see what our opening hand gets us i think i should have drawn my opening hand before i revealed this location so i think i'm slightly cheating here but given that this is quite a hard thing to have as a first choice i'm not going to be too upset about it i've drawn deny existence i've had worse shriveling steadfast Twilight Blade. Hmm. Well, the Shriveling is not going to help me with the Grappling Horror now, because I'm at Willpower 1. I could uh, commit Steadfast and be Willpower 4. 4 on 3. But that's actually not going to kill it in one hit. Likewise, the Twilight Blade, I could be stabbing at 3 on 3. Also not going to help. So maybe I chuck the Twilight Blade, the Shriveling, maybe even the Steadfast. Try and evade and try and move on. I've got two cancels to build up here. Maybe I chuck the Deny Existence as well. Or maybe I keep the Steadfast, because that's going to help me to stab this. So I'm going to chuck three, Twilight Blade, Shriveling, and Deny Existence. And I draw a Take the Initiative, Emergency Cash, Terrible Secret, which redraws into a Flashlight. Okay, that could be a lot worse. First action could be Evade, move to the next train car, maybe play the Flashlight. And at least I'm ahead of the Grappling Horror then. Don't have a weapon in hand now because I just threw my weapons away in classic pro-mulligan skills. But, I don't know, I have memories of playing this as Seth and just turboing through the whole scenario. I don't know if that's going to be the case now. Or I play the flashlight first. No, 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 I want to use the take the initiative to try and get away. So first action I'll try and evade, and I'll commit take the initiative, which makes me a six on two. Cultist. Well, there it is. Uh, that's a pass. Second action, I'll move into the next train car. It's three shroud and two clues. It's connected to its locations to the left and right, as all of these are. And it says, forced, after you enter the passenger car, you must either discard cards from your hand with a total of at least two intellect icons or take two horror. So I'll take the two horror and I'll play I've had worse and cancel the horror, gaining me two resources. And it also gains me a resource for cancelling it and draws me into a defiance. And then last action, I'll play a flashlight for two. There we go. Upkeep. The grappling horror readies. I draw Dr. Henry Armitage and go up to seven resources and we hit one of two doom. 
Our first encounter card is Helpless Passenger. Surge, put it into play at location to your left. As an action, you can parlay to take control of the Helpless Passenger, and if it leaves play, each investigator takes a horror. It surges into Violent Commands. Revelation, put Violent Commands into play in your threat area. As an action, deal two damage to an investigator at your location. Discard Violent Commands. And there's a forced effect at the end of your turn. Test Willpower 3. If you fail, take a horror. So we're on a mad horror clock now. I think my turn should be... Unless I cancel that. I suppose what I really want to cancel is um, Resurgent Evils, though, with Dark Insight. So I think I take this, and if I end up taking a bit of horror, so be it. So I think the turn now, I investigate twice and try and move on to stay ahead of the grappling horror. So first action, investigate. Use a flashlight charge. That makes me a three on one. Minus two, clue. Second action, investigate. Three on one. Do I throw in any of these cards? I don't think so. Zero, clue. And last action, I move on. It's another passenger car, one shroud, one clue. And it says after you enter it, you must either discard a card from your hand with at least one wild icon or take a damage and a horror. Well, I'll discard Defiance then. So I have Cash, Dark Insight, Henry Armitage, and Steadfast in my hand. And that's it. Enemy phase, the grappling horror pursues us. And oh, at the end of my turn, I need to test willpower three. I'm a two on three. I think I chuck a Steadfast in. Minus one, pass, doesn't get rid of it though. And upkeep draws me a premonition, and we go up to eight resources. And hit to doom, it happens so quickly. Out comes the conductor, beast from beyond the gate. Three fight, four health, and three evade. Spawns at the leftmost location, way back in the dining car. It's a hunter and massive. It's got two forced effects. When it's defeated, attach it to the current agenda. After you advance the attached agenda, draw the conductor. And a forced effect, when its location leaves play, instead of discarding it, move it to the right. It hits for two damage and one horror, and looks awesome. Tear in Reality version 2 is our first agenda now. The force of the gate grows with the presence of the winged beast. Several of the rearmost train cars are pulled backward, and there is a dreadful metallic crunch as they're detached. The train cars topple upward and into the rift in the sky. Nearby passengers are panicking, others are cowering in their seats, and one elderly man has fainted in fear. My encounter card is a baleful welcome. So this is the one I have to choose, investigate, fight, evade, move, or play, and I can't do two of those things. Well, I think I pick fight and evade, because I'm not going to fight or evade this turn, and we go from there. Do I play premonition now to see if I can investigate without boosting? think so because if it means I can then also spend an action on violent commands that's better than if I take a test fail then need to investigate again so yeah I'll do premonition it's a minus one first action I'll investigate that minus one gets me the clue so I haven't used a flashlight charge which is nice second action I'll deal myself two damage to get rid of violent commands and third action I'll move on it's the sleeping car. Four shroud and a clue. 
It's connected to the left and the right. There's an action here to gain three resources. Remember that you've stolen a passenger's luggage. Group limit once per game. Interesting. Enemy phase. On comes the grappling horror. On comes the conductor. My encounter card is a ward of protection. Great. I'm at nine resources. I'm four cars in. So I'm at the halfway point of the train. But... My hand is just Armitage, Dark Insight, Emergency Cast, Water Protection. My play area is a flashlight with a single supply. And I'm on two willpower because I've only cancelled one thing. Uh, what I'd love is some sort of weapon that I can put down. And if the grappling horror catches up with me, deal with it. We go to one of two doom. My encounter card is Idle Hands. Well, so this one is put it into play in your threat area. And if it's in your threat area, it's a free trigger... You can take two damage and discard it to get an additional action. And it has a forced effect at the end of your turn, take a horror. So I could either just cancel this now for the willpower and the draw. Or I could plan to do something with it. Maybe play Armitage, a soak. I mean, I'm thinking maybe I use Armitage to help me get this clue. So yeah, I think I take it and I take more damage. So it is. If I cancel it with I've, uh, with Ward of Protection, I'm up to three willpower. I could draw into a weapon, say. Draw into more clue tech. The reason I'm pausing about taking two more damage, I'm two off seven damage now. And we've seen no damage cards yet. And if the next two are both deal you two damage, I mean, I'm toast at that point then. I could Dark Insight this as well and shuffle it back in. I kind of like the additional action. That's where it's sort of tricky for me. If I play Armitage, I can put... Mm, I'll, leave, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. And I'll use my last flashlight charge to be a three-on-two investigating here, and I'll commit Armitage five-on-two. Plus one. Wow. Clue. That was first action. Second action, I definitely don't need to steal from the sleeping car, so I'm going to move on. It's the baggage car. Wow, this is a new one, I think. It cannot be investigated. It has three clues. As an action, choose and discard a card from your hand. Discover one clue in the baggage car. Holy hell, for three clues. So I'll discard the cash, third action, to get one of those clues. And I'll use idle hands, taking me up to four damage to get an extra action. So I did investigate move, that action. And my last action will be to draw. It's a delay the inevitable. Grappling horror chases me. <laughs> Conductor chases me. Upkeep draws me a drawn to the flame, which I think I use here just because I can't get rid of any of these. I have to use it here because getting three actions and three clues. Solo, that's nasty. That's an entire turn. And three upkeeps worth of cards. Matt Newman, damn you. How horrible. A mythos, we hit two doom. Another advancement. What is it about this scenario that I end up feeling like I'm going like really fast. It's something about the being chased, I think, that uh, my, my blood pressure rises. Yeah, it's strange. It's not like I've had a coffee or anything. Keep moving. The rearmost car of the train detaches as it's pulled backward. To your horror, it rises off the tracks and is consumed by the gate above you. Remove the leftmost location from the game or place it in the victory display if it has victory acts and no clues on it. Each investigator at location is defeated, each enemy and asset is discarded, so there goes the helpless passenger, and I take a horror, and two of seven, and four of seven for damage, and we discard all of my five clues, because I've been in turbo mode. Farewell dining car. 
Agenda 2A. The moor widens. The tear grows larger and you can feel the rearmost car of the train shaking as it's pulled backwards. The situation threatens to erupt into chaos as more passengers realise the danger they're in. Some passengers are looking for places to hide, while others are running about the compartments in terror. And my encounter card is another grappling horror. Oh, crap. <sighs> but I still have dark insight. Play when an investigator at your location draws an encounter card or a weakness. Yes. Oh, I'm finally learning how to play Diana, and it draws me into an I've had worse. And I go up to three willpower, and... Oh, that's such a relief. Okay. This turn, I'm being hit by the grappling horror behind me, unless I spend two actions discarding cards from my hand to discover clues. This should be a, a two per investigator location, if they want it to be really nasty, or a one per investigator location if it wants to be on track. It cannot be investigated. Ooh, it cannot be investigated... But clues can be discovered there, right? Yes. Drawn to the flame. Let's do it. That's our two clues. Drawn to the flame, first action. And it's resurgent evils. And I'll play Ward of Protection and cancel that. And this is in the investigation phase. So I get a resource back. I draw an Alyssa Graham, take a horror and get those two clues. Thank you. Very much. Wow, good. Okay, cool. I've got two actions left. Play Alyssa, move on. Move on, then play Alyssa. If I play Alyssa, I see what's coming up. But do I, I have nothing I can do with it. I've got I've had worse, delay the inevitable, and Alyssa. Do I put delay the inevitable now? And if I move into the location, it's damage. I just soak the damage. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Pay two for delay the inevitable. Second action, I'll move into this last train car. It's four shroud and a clue. And after you enter it, you must either discard two combat icons from your hand, or take two damage. I'll take the damage and cancel it with Delay the Inevitable. I can't put that underneath me because I've already done Ward of Protection this phase. So that's a bit of a shame, but there we go. How am I going to get this clue? I think I put Alyssa down and I'm looking for like a perception or something because I'm a four on four with Alyssa. If I'm playing Alyssa, I may as well peek what's coming next. It's an infinite doorway. That's all right. Enemy phase, grappling horror chases me, conductor chases me, upkeep, I draw, terrible secret, ooh, oh, it's great, it's great, I've got three cards underneath me, so I'll take three horror, and I'll play this I've had worse, and cancel two of those horror, getting two resources, putting a horror on Alyssa, putting it underneath me so I'm up to five willpower and drawing me a flashlight. A flashlight, guys. This is <sighs> nuts. We're at one of three doom on agenda two. Our encounter card is this infinite doorway. First action, I play this flashlight and now I'm dual wielding flashlights. I peek with Alyssa what's coming next. It's a wizard of the order. Well, that's going on the back of the train. Second action I investigate. I'm a four on two with flashlight. Cultist, minus one, pass. And third action, I think I move. I'm not going to be able to pass either test. So I'm probably going to take a physical trauma or a mental trauma. I can choose, can't I? I think I just go for it. 
last action move into the engine car. There's no point staying for the grappling horror. So I need to discard the top card of my deck. It's the 45 automatic. I don't have that in my hand or in play. I enter the engine car. It's four shroud and two clues. And we advance. A tender car filled with coal blocks your way to the engine cab. Swallowing your fear, you climb out of the nearby window and clamber onto the roof of the train, making your way across the tender car. The steady backward motion of the train makes it difficult for you to keep your footing. As you get close, a winged creature swoops down from above, its body composed of piping hot steam. I must decide. I can either test Agility 3 to dodge the creature, or Combat 3 to attempt to endure the creature's extreme heat. Let's do it. Combat 3. Three on three. Minus two. Fail. One. Physical trauma. So be it. Act 2A, get the engine running. You've managed to make it to the engine cab, but now you have to get the engine started again so you can outrun the pulling force of the gate. If there are no clues in the engine car, immediately advance. The grappling horror hunts to the one behind me. The conductor hunts. My encounter card is deny existence. And I got four resources. We hit two of three doom and draw a wizard of the order who we place right at the back on the passenger car. And at the end of the mythos phase... It gets a doom, but we're on the witching hour anyway. Alyssa peaks. The next card is need for knowledge, which will make me drop clues. Well, how do we do this? We're four on four investigating. With the flashlight, though, we've got two charges. We could be four on two twice. I could draw a card. And if it's any good icons, I could be maybe five on two twice. This is one of those situations where I wish I'd studied the numbers more because... You know, it's a little bit like an extracurricular activity, working out, do you do you chuck your whole hand to a test and hope for the best, or do you try and spread it out and go two up, say? So in this instance, two up is great. We're still at agenda two, so skulls are minus two, tablets are minus two. So there's just three, three, four, and tentacle. So adding one icon gets rid of two tokens. So maybe it is worth drawing one, and then if I can add one icon to each test, great. If the card I draw doesn't have appropriate icons, I can still add an icon to one and then gamble on the last one. Let's do it. First action, draw. It's a ward of protection. Second action, investigate. I'm a four on two, and I'll commit that ward of protection to be five on two. Tablet, minus two, and I have to add a doom to the nearest cultist. who's the wizard of the order behind at the back of the train, rather. And then I'll use my last flashlight charge. Commit Deny Existence. Five on two. Minus one. Clue. Advance. The engine roars to life and kicks into motion. You shovel coal into the engine's firebox and are relieved to see that the train is moving forward along the tracks once again. Resolution one. Wow, I thought I did it quickly as Seth. I think I've done that even quicker as Diana. Uh, XP, a paltry one from the engine car. That's it. Solo, you know, there's no time. And if you don't see any VP enemies, I didn't have any weapons either. I have two empty flashlights and an Alyssa and that's it. It's such a weird scenario. It's just like a, a strange sprint. And yeah, I think I just saved that one XP. Okay, you know, after the long thought out Miskatonic Museum. We just have this turbo run through Essex. But seems seems okay. Yeah. And nice to see both I've had worse in play. They both were great. Never felt like we were in a resource hole. It's really nice to draw into Alyssa 
and be able to just drop her without even hesitating. So yeah, that was strong. That was good. And tune in soon for more Think on Your Feet. It's been a bit of a while since I did one of these and I'm keen to do more. Um, I, th- I think people enjoy them. I think they're, they're fun to listen to. I hope they are. And yeah, any thoughts, feedback, ideas, you can get in touch with me on all the usual places. I'm on Facebook, obviously, and Twitter as FB, E-P-H underscore B-E-E. We're also on Patreon if you want to support the cast. Your patronage is what allows me to do these Think on Your Feet episodes. Otherwise, I'm out hustling. And yeah, you know, thanks as ever for all the support you give, whether or not you're a patron, the times you've liked our posts or tweeted us or sent us an email at drawn to the plane podcast at gmail.com. All of that I'm so very grateful for. Thank you. Bye.